What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. That's right. It's episode 182, and today we have a special episode for you. It's something we haven't done in a very long time, something that we used to do a whole lot, actually, like once a week for like four months straight. It's a segment that we do on the podcast called Grave Plots. So for a lot of you new listeners out there or viewers, if you're on YouTube, you may not have heard of this because we haven't done it in such a long time, but it's a it's a segment where we come up with horror movies on the spot. We make up the entire story based on fake movie titles that are submitted to us by you guys some of the people who've been on the podcast and myself, and we pull a name out of the hat, or in this case, a crystal skull with diamond eyes. A, m- a movie name. That involves time travel that we got, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, a fake faux movie title that isn't on IMDb or anything, something that just came out of people's minds. And then we open it up, we don't know what it's going to be, and then we make up the movie on the spot. They make up a movie based on that movie title. Right. So if, you know, this week we picked one from one of our listeners sometimes they're mine sometimes they're other people but we have uh sarah durbin submitted one to us called electronic body massacre which is the title of this episode of course and we have writer director ryan prouse of the movie low oh, life he did low life yes that was such a good movie fuck yeah it is i always and i don't just say that because i interviewed him like when i watched that movie i wrote him <laughs> And said, I got to have you on the podcast. Can you come on? And he was like, sure, man. So he came on. We did an interview with him. And I'll put a link down below so you guys can check that one out, too, if you want to afterwards. Highly recommend watching that movie. It is more of a crime gore comedy. It's like a crime thriller comedy drama. How did you convince him to do the great plots? I just, well, I when we finished our interview, and he probably doesn't even remember this, years ago. Because it was like two years ago, two, three years ago that we yeah, had him on. Right. Yeah. He, I told him, I said, Hey, man, you know, we do a grave plots episode, you know, where we do makeup movies on the spot. And he said, Yeah, 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 sure, I'll do it. And then, um, which I tell everybody when I interview them, because I always want to have somebody come back on and do it. And I'll probably have more people do it. But I hit him up a couple months ago and said, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this and I would like to have you on. Would you like to come on? We could talk about like what you've been up to and stuff. And he was like, Yeah, man, sure. So he's like, I'm nice. open. And I already listened to the great. Yes, class. you did. It, it was really good. You guys 
went back and forth really good. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good idea. Good. Well, that's about, good to hear. And it's a good. It's about a music festival, of course. EBM electronic EBM. body massacre. Sounds like this. EBM. <laughs> Shake your fist. <laughs> Did you use any industrial EBM music in it? Uh, well, I you know I don't want to spoil anything that's in the episode. Oh, sorry. But there is music in there that I did do. Um, I did some background music and stuff oh, like that. Oh, did you write it specifically for this yes. great plot? Oh, yeah. Because what I, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but if you're new here, what I do is I go in, I do voice acting, sound effects, uh, folly work, which is where you make the sounds like like a horse running or some dumb shit like that. Some of them I get off a website or, you know, just find sounds that I can use in the, in the story to kind of paint the picture, the visual audio drama of this horror movie that we're making up on the spot. So throughout the episode, you're going to hear different like sound bites of like listening to a movie, almost like a a radio play. You know Uh what I mean? While you're listening. So it's like, I went back, edited it and then put it in there in these little parts. So you spent a few weeks on it too. Yeah. It's been a lot of work guys. (laughs) Plus I did a trailer too. So if you haven't seen the trailer for this movie, I plastered it all over social media on our Reddit and all that other stuff. So if you want to check it out, you can go to youtube.com and find beyond the void horror podcast there and check it out. Or it's on our Facebook as well. So if you want to check that out. Right. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited for you guys to hear this. It's really cool. I'll just tell you it's supernatural in a sort, but we had to get to that point first. So it's really interesting, the creative process of like coming up with an idea. And I just love that. So I hope you guys will enjoy it, too. But how have you been, Christina? What's going on with you? Oh, I'm fine. Quarantine's hot. Hot. It's hot now in Phoenix. So, yep. Yeah, I'm not liking it. I'm already sweaty today. It was spring for about three days yeah because we go from winter to summer pretty much nowadays <laughs> yeah. it seems like there yeah, is no always. yeah middle yeah, there's no in between for yeah yeah no yeah that's one thing i always forget it's like we'll have this weather that's like really great for like you know a while and then it's like yeah winter f- fucking <laughs> hot no i'm talking about the summer i hate heat oh but anyway we're old we're talking about the weather <laughs> yeah so you guys like the weather too <laughs> No, but what have you been doing? Like, we got some good news. Christina won something in the oh, mail. Oh, I forgot. So, you know those uh, those customer survey things you fill on the bottom of the receipts? So, I always fill those out because I know it's good for the employees, especially if they've done a good job and they get recognized that way. Well, I actually won a <laughs> fucking gift card. For a hundred bucks. A hundred bucks. Like, I could not, I still can't believe it. Yeah, we were I hope pretty it excited. works. I haven't used the gift card yet, but I hope it works. <laughs> now you can get all the, dis- well, there probably won't be disinfected, but we can get other things. <laughs> yeah, we get some toilet paper. Like garbage food, like right now, since <laughs> everybody. Some steaks. Yeah. <laughs> some Corona steaks. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, so I'm glad that you won that. So now we can eat. I like, bet you are. So we can eat like kings for. Yeah, she was like, let's get week. some patio furniture for the front. I'm like, <laughs> patio furniture like what <laughs> like let's get food <laughs> like people are like some chips yeah some chips some no. alcohol if you can go get some 13 dollar vodka at oh, costco <laughs> by the way kelly and uh patrick our friends patrick used to be on the podcast or sort of is infrequently whenever he can uh patrick and kelly got the the vodka because they just found out that the same vodka that 
what is it called? Is it Grey Goose? Grey Goose, yeah, is the same that Kirkland, which owns Costco. This generic version. Their of generic Goose. vodka is Grey Goose, so it's like thirteen dollars <laughs> for this fucking huge jug. So if you're trying to light it up before the fucking apocalypse, you know, fucking <laughs> use it as hand sanitizer. <laughs> there you go. Just don't spray it in your child's and, eyes when you're feeding it. You can actually inject it in your mouth, and you won't die. Oh, speaking of injections, <laughs> the the president had some really good. Uh, information this past that. week <laughs> <laughs> Jesus and now people are going online saying oh he didn't say that oh my god <laughs> oh my god go i'm not let's yeah, not go there I'll stop okay <laughs> just just don't inject yourself with shit guys okay use some common sense <laughs> it's like sad that we gotta say that these days <laughs> <laughs> did you see lysol came out with it ejected kind they, they came out with a, a a statement saying you know do not ingest yeah oh that's right yeah and, and not yeah, only that i saw right some after. i saw this meme where this guy had like lysol spray bottles mm-hmm. and he had like an iv tied to it uh-huh. and he, <laughs> he had a tape to you his arm what? really we shouldn't be laughing about this i know i know i'm sorry guys i don't mean to get political but it's just sign of the times it's just jesus the times right christ now. <laughs> Anyway, guys, so if you haven't been lost already by this banter back and forth, I apologize for that. I try to keep it fun and light here so that we can just kind of enjoy life, regardless of the fucking apocalypse via politics or fucking virus. So uh, either way, we love you guys and thank you for listening. So I think it might be that time. Oh, wait, we're not doing it. No, no, no not. horror shots this week. Do some great plots. <laughs> We're going to do our grave plots now with Ryan Prowse. So we're going to do a little bit of an interview in the beginning of this with Ryan Prowse. So um, he is going to kind of catch us up to speed on some of the stuff that he's working on and a new movie that he's got coming out. And then we're going to jump into the grave plots. It's pretty much like eight minutes in the beginning of that. But I'll mark down the timestamps down below so you know exactly what to expect. So let's go ahead and get into the interview and the grave plots right after Alright guys, so today we're going to be having a special guest on. I want to welcome back writer-director of one of my favorite movies of 2018, Low Life, and who's working on a few upcoming movies, Ryan Prowse. Welcome back. Hello, thank you for having me back. Yeah, man, thanks so much. This time we're going to be doing something different, guys, so uh, obviously we're going to catch up with Ryan, see how he's been and everything like that, but we're also going to be doing our grave plots together today, which he agreed to so graciously, so <laughs> I'm excited to see what we come up with, man. Yeah, definitely. So is this like uh, like a smod casting where you then go make the movie? How does how does it work? I wish if I had the money, I would go make it. But what I <laughs> what I do is I basically will add sound effects and do like voice acting and stuff all by myself. Pretty much. I don't if I had other people, I would do it that way. And then I even make up a fake trailer using like existing footage from different movies. And oh, then, yeah. And then put it in to make it seem like the story we're telling. So. I haven't done it in a while because it's a lot of fucking work and uh, (laughs) I couldn't doing it in one week was like 
crazy. So I had to take it a step back and prepare for these ahead of time so I could do it weeks in advance. So, <laughs> so thanks for coming on to do that, man. But what's been going on with you? Like, I know that last time we talked, you said you were working on a, a possible feature here called Night Patrol. I think it even yep. got released on uh, the internet interwebs. Announcement on that. Yeah, we're working yeah. with David Goyer's company, Phantom 4, with that uh, producing and we're close on we've been kind of back and forth on casting stuff and we're we're kind of close hopefully on closing a deal with our lead actually this week so hopefully nice. more to come off of that one yeah so the script and everything's all fleshed out it's been for a while i assume yeah yeah we we wrote it a couple of years ago and it's it's a bunch of the guys from low life and myself wrote that and then, um, you know, sort of made the rounds at different production companies. And then we've been kind of up and down with Goyer's company, just trying to get, you know, money and cast and all that stuff going on. It Fine tune so, everything to make sure living, you don't spend. Yeah. Well, just get the money. <laughs> for yeah. it, uh, the, uh, the old uh, Hollywood shuffle here. <laughs> well, you got a couple of other things I saw uh, via IMDb through my phone and not my desktop, by the way, guys. You've got the brute I see that is on here. And I was curious about that. What's that all about? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a script I wrote like several years ago now, like right out of school. Um, and I would love to do it someday. It's like a like a teens in trouble sort of crime, a little horror element to it. But uh, it was funny. I, I actually wrote that before Low Life and we had a like a luchador character in there. And that, that was kind of some of the stuff that I brought, uh, like one of the stories I brought from that for Low Life, obviously with El Monstro. And we made that luchador up for Low Life. And now it's almost kind of like it would be dope to go back and do the brute as kind of like ah. like a early story of one of the other El Monstros, like in the Pantheon. It would be kind of cool. It'd be kind of cool if you crossed over maybe just one scene or something from yeah. Low Life. Like that would be like from another angle or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like on the news, just like <laughs> I yeah. raped an entire uh, small uh, hamburger stand or something. Yeah. <laughs> so is there anything else that you're working on other than uh, that you can talk about? Or um, I did like actually just reposted some stuff for it. I did like late last year, me and a lot of the crew, same crew from uh, Low Life. We shot like a music video triptych series for this band called Sydney Lender and the Silver Wilderness Collective. And it's kind of this like there. It's super dope. Like he calls it doom folk, but it's kind of like a Nick Cave, Leonard Cohen vibe. Um, right. And we did we did three three pieces for that and then made them into like i don't know it's like a 10 minute 11 minute short film oh wow um, yeah so that's cool i mean that's online now I, I can i'll send you the uh links to that so you can post that and um i've been working just uh yeah, Night Patrol is the big, the big forerunner thing. And then I'm working with a couple of the other guys on a TV pitch and another feature that we're like a straight up horror thing that uh, I'm writing right now. So really? hopefully have some more yeah, stuff kind of in well, the you, hopper. You probably can't divulge too much about that one though, right? Yeah. I mean, that one's kind of like, like it's definitely like grounded. I, I've, I've been kind of pitching it sort of like kill list meets like uh no country for old men or something like that like that it's like set here in the states but it's like kind of deals with like you know a cult sort of and these two former they were like special forces ranger kind of deal and then now they're they're married it's a couple that they're married and they sort of rip off these super baddie occultists and have to go on the run 
Oh, cool. So I yeah. wonder if, if any of the current uh, political climate has anything to do with. <laughs> yeah, man, always. Because, <laughs> man, has it been getting crazy out there. It sure has. I've been, uh, I don't know, I guess a gift and a curse, but like it feels like we're always like one step ahead of like what we're pitching. And then it's like, oh, this will never happen. This is too hellacious to happen. And then it comes true. So holy right. shit. <laughs> you're like you're actually creating it and don't realize it. It's kind of like one of those. uh <laughs> <laughs> well, cool, man. So why don't you tell them a little bit about uh, Night Patrol and then we'll jump right into the uh, grave plots. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, Night Patrol is set in L.A. Um, and it's like um, a cop who grew up in like a housing project in L.A., like in Watts specifically. And his family's all kind of embroiled in gang stuff back home. So he's there's sort of a triangle like he's fighting between his mother and his younger brother who he's trying to get out of out of the life and everything. Uh, meanwhile, Night Patrol is a gang task force uh, who come and like attack the housing project that he grew up in. So it's like kind of a siege wild ass nice. you know, the night in the hood. That's awesome. Yeah. I like those kind of movies anyway. There's been a few of those coming out recently, too, a little bit, just slightly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, taking kind of real, you know, obviously real political stuff, sort of modern political stuff, and then finding that kind of genre twist to it is always really fun. Now, is there going to be some humor, some of that uh, low lifestyle humor in this, or is it more straight? No, yeah, you got to have a little sugar with the... (laughs) (laughs) Makes the medicine go down, guys. 100%. (laughs) Yeah, if you can help uh, them come to their own conclusion, then... And they can figure it out, yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just, uh, they're one of my favorite scenes in it, pending we can get it, but um, a bunch of guys all tool up while uh, singing like an old, like, Bone Thugs song as like their, they're like singing it together is like their their call for war basically <laughs> their rallying cry as they <laughs> as they uh, lock and load so like a commando sort of vibe with a dude singing uh, an old Bone Thug song so it's a it's a musical no, I'm kidding <laughs> yeah it falls into it we we span all genres here at, uh, Co. no stone unturned in the genre <laughs> yeah, garden <laughs> That makes it interesting. That sounds awesome, man. I'm looking forward to it. So hopefully yeah. we'll see that within the next year or two, maybe. Yeah, hopefully. Um, right. We're like I said, we're close to getting getting rolling on it. So. All right. Well, hell yeah, guys. Look out for that. Now, I think it's time for us to do our grave plots. If you guys aren't familiar with this, what we do is make up a horror movie on the spot by pulling fake movie titles that. Not only I, but also you listeners. And of course, Ryan actually donated some names to the Crystal Skull with Diamond Eyes. We're going to pull it out and make up a horror movie based on that from start to finish as quick as we can within 45 minutes to an hour, hopefully. So, but uh, let's get into that now. All right, Ryan. So you can't be here. So obviously you can't pick. I would have you pick. So I'm just going to basically stick my hand in this skull. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just tell me when to pick. And now. Okay. And they're all bunched up in real classy paper. Uh, electronic body massacre. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. 
Okay. This is by Sarah Durbin, by the way. So she's one of the listeners. She's been waiting for one of hers to come out. So obviously it doesn't necessarily have to be about what it says. We could go anywhere with it. If you have any ideas or anything, we'll just spin it until we figure it out. Okay. So you, you got like, it is like a sci-fi sort of vibe, huh? I kind of, but well, I think because I'm in the uh, industrial scene, the electronic body music is what they call it, EBM, and she's like calling it electronic body massacre. So I would assume like some sort of electronic music theme. That's like a genre, by the way, if you're not mm-hmm. familiar. It's if called you- body music? Yeah, it's called EBM. Electronic body music. That does sound, that sounds freaky as hell too. (laughs) (laughs) It's like mostly bass music, like bass that like bounces around kind of. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not like dubstep or anything like that. It's just like four on the floor, straight, like, and with like a bass line that's kind of bouncy. I don't know how to explain it. Going with what I know about EBM and that and electronic body massacre. Maybe there's some guy who's like a producer who kills people to his music. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the only thing I could think of off the top. Or you can kind of do like a Philip K. Dick, like robot sort of vibe to it. Ooh. Or his music infects people to kill other people. Or what if it's like a Tetsuo Iron Man style, like it starts taking them over, like some oh, electronic. Yeah. Or like Superman 3. That shit scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. Someone just posted that online recently. And I was like, (laughs) I had like a childhood moment where I was like, oh, my God, I remember that. It was in part three. Yeah. Yeah. His eyes glazed over and like (laughs) it goes down her throat. Like that always freaked me out. Like like the technology stuff, kind of like the metal or whatever starts like taking over her face, goes down her throat, goes like. Yeah, and then she turns into like part of the wall or whatever. Like that was yeah, wild yeah, as hell. And a not movie a kids where movie, yeah. also Richard Pryor uh snow skis down the side of a building and is okay. Well <laughs> <laughs> a weird one. <laughs> the reality of the whole situation. I, it's yeah. been a while since I've watched that. Is that the one where he turns bad too? There's a lot that goes on in that one. Yeah, I think so. I think he was like all of a sudden like trying to manipulate or he was like one of the guys that like tricked oh, no, that's Superman. Four, I think. Four is the one where he, he gets scratched by the sun dude. Those are some stupid ass movies, but like <laughs> he gets like irradiated by the sun dude, right? And then like becomes the mean version of Superman. Yeah. I, I I think the fourth one didn't have nuclear weapons or something. Yeah, he throws nukes into the sun. (laughs) All 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 fodder for electronic body massacre. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. So he's inspired (laughs) by Superman three and four. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) He must be a maniac then. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, So so how do we spin this? What kind of character? So we obviously like have the guy who creates the music or whatever. Do we want him front and center? Or do we want the characters to be kind of fall into his world and you kind of find out about him as he go as it goes? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you got to do like a he's the owner of like an old mansion or some shit and they're coming to like or do like a I mean, this is a nightmare. Like do like a like one of those weekend shows, like a festival or something where they're like in the middle of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, a music festival of some sort, you're saying? Uh-huh, yeah. And they're away like, from home. What if he's, like, in this, like, 
secluded tent or something, you know, like mm-hmm. it's like a quiet tent where everything's really dark and kind of ritualistic almost. And there like and people are like kind of weirded out, like like regular Joe, like party kids are like going in this tent like, yeah, yeah. And then they suddenly feel very uncomfortable. And uh and one of the guys, of course, is just, you know, the the cool guy. So he goes in there and tries to like ham it up with like people. <laughs> What the fuck is this place? Ew, what the fuck? It looks like a fucking Halloween party or something, man. Tommy, you picked the weirdest places to party. Yeah, but we only live once, right? Fuck it, I'm in. <sighs> Whatever. Well, step right up, ladies. Because it's time to enter the land of the bazaar. Oh, come on. right. Yeah! Okay, yeah, like, no. No. This is weird. Is that fucking Dracula? <laughs> Chicks look freaky, man. What up, freaks? Shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. Yeah, what if they're, like, he's, like, a, like, this DJ or whatever is, like, our producer is, like, a traveling, it's almost like a traveling show, and you, you don't know that the thing's gonna, like, show up in your town or whatever, so it's, like, kind of creepy carnival sort of vibe, or, like, a, a gathering of the juggalos, if you will, like a, <laughs> like a roving gathering. Oh, I like that. Almost like Phantasm, too. Yeah, and he's, like, collecting people, collecting, like, either an army or souls or some shit. Ooh. <laughs> What if like every town doesn't remember him, you know, yep. like it's like yep. they they have this familiar sort of uh, memory of it, but they don't really remember what happened, you know. So it's like when if if and when somebody tries to investigate their lost friend, which is kind of typical and stereotypical, but whatever, mm-hmm. um, it kind of well, that'd be cool. if They have to go. It happened like the opening is like, you know, you see it go down or whatever in their town. And then, yeah, they're like two towns over trying to find like where, where it's going to show up again or whatever. And there's like, right. all, like a myth to like, you know, whatever the rules of like, it's got to be this time of the season or whatever. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. So it's like her friends, like one of the people's friends is missing Mm -hmm. out of this group. She was supposed to go he or she. And then they all of a sudden like can't find them. And they're like, everybody's like, well, I don't, I don't know where she is. I guess she just left, you know, and it's a year later and she's been searching for her friend this whole time and investigating and almost kind of spins to the next year when it's like a week away from the next event, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It'd be cool too. If she's like roaming the countryside, like like looking for or whatever. So it's like, yeah, she's been searching this whole year because it shows up in different places, but she hadn't been able to find it or whatever. And she's back in town then maybe. Right. And all she has is like a ripped piece of flyer for this one event. Yeah. That doesn't like back in the day when you would have to actually try and find where something was at. Right. Or you heard like rumors of like, yeah, there's a show that's going to be in this warehouse this night or whatever, but you had to find it. Yeah. I called the number, but it's disconnected. I tried to figure (laughs) out what it is. Yeah, that that sounds pretty awesome, actually. Uh, see, now we got it. So, so do we, do we want the to be a girl? Then, obviously, it feels like it should be. Oh, always. Okay, because I feel like it would be like her friend Jessica or whoever uh, mm-hmm. is the one that disappeared, and she's like going out of it, and her boyfriend's trying to help her or her girlfriend, whatever we want, really, and she's like losing her relationship with this other person because. She's so invested, which is kind of typical, but we can make it different, you know, Um, like it's putting a strain on their friendships and and relationships and stuff like that. 
because she's yeah. so obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. And then there's gonna yeah, be supposed to be like her ex or something, maybe. Yeah, like I well or maybe somebody you're saying or a friend. It could be her friend or it could be her ex. Like maybe her ex was trying to get her to come out and like make amends or whatever by going to this music festival or whatever for EBM. And then uh, she doesn't go because she doesn't do it, but she decides to go contact them afterwards. And then that's when the whole thing uh, starts unveiling that they're missing and disappeared and nobody cares about it. Nobody wants to do a research on it and can't find anything about this EBM event. What do we call the EBM event? Just electronic body massacre? Yeah, it feels like you got to tie that in. Right. Because you're saying it's electronic body music, right? So Right. There's got to be some other like people that she meets, obviously, along the way. Who would she team up with? And what's her name? What do we want to call her? Are there, like, code names in that <laughs> that music scene? I have no clue. Is this, like, no, the no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I would think she would just be, like, the regular Joe kind of person. Like, she wouldn't even yeah. necessarily belong to the scene, but her friend did or her ex. Joe, then. What is it? Joe, regular Joe. Oh, Joe. Okay. No, Joe as in the girl who's... Joe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got it. Okay. I'm writing this down, so if we start getting too many characters, (laughs) I I won't forget. Yeah, I think it's cool that, again, like, if if she's, like, on a quest, like, that gives her, you know, an engine to her story, and then gives her, like, a reason to meet people along the way. Like, you kind of almost, it's creepier if it's, like, she's going in alone, you know, and she's meeting people there at at the... event Ooh, what if she met like a homeless like not homeless but uh somebody that's like astray from the she meets somebody that actually went to it and somehow remembers mm-hmm. it even though nobody else does and maybe they're like having like real problems with like drugs or you know they're crazy or whatever whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. and, and then maybe they get killed or something in the process of it somehow they got to part of it too. body massacre to me feels like it's like he's making like a Frankenstein or he's taking pieces or something or like a Frankenstein army or some shit because I'm making the perfect body movement yeah or like a Texas chainsaw massacre kind of vibe where it's like pieces of people okay what if uh yeah maybe nobody's dancing properly to his music so he's (laughs) 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 so he builds the perfect dancer Oh, there you go. <laughs> maybe he just turned into like a dance off. <laughs> right. He Maybe he just has like, maybe it doesn't even work. Like maybe they don't even come to life, but he still has this weird project. You know what I mean? Like it's, he's just crazy. <laughs> but the music still has some sort of, um, I don't know. I feel like the music needs to be kind of um, really into uh, like infecting almost. Mm-hmm. Either makes people forget or what, how could we spin that? Cause like, I feel like the background like, might be. Yeah, needed. I like that. Yeah, I like the make people forget thing. Like, and it feels like he's either, col- yeah, collecting specific people or he's got like a reason for it. Looking up this electronic body music, another, uh, a related search to it is Agrotech. What yes, is that? That's not rad. Technically, that's what my band was. <laughs> I was in a band called Black Ops and it's like, um, screaming over electronic dance music. That's essentially. All right. Yeah. Very heavy bass lines and I don't know how to explain it. It's very difficult. It's a very niche kind of genre in some ways, but it's worldwide. Mm -hmm. So compared to other ones, like, you know, it's very small compared. But there's like places in Europe and stuff that that do it and don't even call it uh, like EBM. And they don't even realize it. You ever heard of a band called uh, Gestaffelstein? 
<laughs> I have gotten a break. <laughs> You're like, what well. the fuck are you talking about? No, like, <laughs> it's not my not my vibes. <laughs> skinny puppy was that a well? They had this skinny puppy. You might well, it's different than skinny puppy, but like you might have seen the video. It's called um this one. It's called pursuit. This is like a um pursuit is like this pretty killer um video. This will give you an idea. This they don't even call this yeah, EBM, yeah. but it is technically EBM. Yeah, it's kind of a really cool looking video, but it's like. Skip ahead a little bit. Oh, that was cool. What if it was like a big. Uh, I mean, I like the circus tent sort of vibe, but what if like there's a shot in here where they're like in some like super shishi mansion sort of thing? Okay. Like Rococo style. Like, what if he did all of that? Like, um,. Like the mansion itself, it like moves. It like okay. shows up in different. No, I mean that would make sense. I mean, if you could do a mansion, um, I don't, I don't know if that they would necessarily be uh, rich in my mind, but um, they definitely could house it at those places or warehouses or something. I don't know mm-hmm. where there's like no remnants of anything there, and even the people who own the property have no idea what anybody's talking about when it's over. Like, what's the style of it? Would it be like, yeah, kind of gnarly? like warehousey grungy shit or would it be like high end you know like fashiony type stuff or whatever like how would you well like what world would you set it in i it, typically ebm like is kind of scarier. like a, a darker like version mm-hmm. like and you said the industrial stuff it's kind of kind of yes it's very much industrial scene i mean ebm isn't just specifically exclusive to that technically but yeah, I mean, it's mostly like, you know, black clothes and, and uh, you know, you can be well-dressed or just military-dressed or, you know, military-esque, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot uh, of rubber. Yeah, that too. I mean, that's for sure. <laughs> A lot of latex <laughs> and tongues. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it all, man, for that kind of music, so. <laughs> Uh, so okay so how about we just do uh are you cool with the warehouse yeah let's do it okay because the warehouse just makes me think of like festival or something you know pop-up location where you call up like the old rave days (laughs) and i'd like go and uh have fun and then it gets shut down by helicopters etc but usually this one won't be because obviously it's a very clandestine operation so and i like the whole thing being like it's like old school style where it's like the fun of it is having to try and find the place as opposed to like because, you know, in like horror movies now, you always have to, how do you explain away the cell phone? Ooh. And there's like specific people who are in on the kill in a way, but have no yeah. idea that they're in on the kill. Does that make sense? So like mm-hmm. they go to a 7-Eleven <clears throat> or whatever the fuck it is. And all of a sudden, like this person will be like, that'll be nine seventy five, And then they'll be like, you know, whatever the guy's name is or the party is. And he like tilts his head down almost like he's being possessed. Mm-hmm. And is like gives them details for the next clue. Do you know what I mean? Like it's this mystery for yeah, them. Yeah, that's dope. Hello. I just need this and a pack of Marlboros. Okay, no problem. Let me get that. All right, here you go. Okay. All right, that looks like it's gonna be six, six, six. Hi, Joe. Okay. Are you looking for something? Who the fuck are you? One, two, six, four. About 9.45. Oh, 
Okay, what the fuck? Is everything okay, ma'am? Yeah, everything's fine. I I just kind of like that because it kind of gives you that eerie, like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, it'd be cool to even then, like, you have, like, you know, the cold open would be, like, a year ago or whatever, and then the rest of it almost takes place, like, in a night, like, after hours or something. Like, she's trying to get to this thing and get out. She's trying to find her friend, I guess, and then get her out. Right, and all of her friends beside... Well, do you think her friends should forget that that, that person, that she even existed? Yeah, that'd be cool. That's creepy. Yeah, she's, like, she wasn't involved in it as much the last time, and she had to leave earlier, like, something before, like, super went down. So she's like the only one who still remembers her. Like, would be kind of creepy. Be kind of interesting if somehow she became sort of addicted to drugs, and that's part of the reason why she remembers somehow. Because some sort uh, of I don't know, it blocked. Her. Yeah, it blocks their control over her and everybody else, and it kind of drives her crazy. Makes her want to do more of it because I like a pro drug though, pro yeah. drug movie. I mean, it it definitely I think fits into that. Uh, not necessarily that all EBM people do drugs or. <laughs> But so, all drugs are ABM people or something, yeah. however that works. <laughs> it makes you want to EBM. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I like that. So, um, oh, so, so this takes place in like a night. So we fast forward to, well, maybe it's a couple of days, but we speed it up. So it's like, you know, we show her trials and tribulations a little bit. So you care for her, I guess. Um mm-hmm. And then her friends seemingly not caring about what happened a year ago. And she how does she find out about the next one? Well, then maybe she hasn't been like looking, looking for it. And like you were saying, this is just the next year it's coming around like it's been a year or whatever. And it's like like there was some symbol or something that like jars her memory or she's like, oh, my God, like I have to go to this. And she doesn't necessarily know why or she's trying to like kind of piece it together as it goes, like what it even is. Mm, have maybe have some dreams and stuff like yeah chucked in there to kind of like trigger her a little bit yeah and it'd be like this i mean i like that almost she feels like maybe it was like you know the lost weekend like she forgot it you know from the drug haze or whatever but it was like she's the only one who's able to remember it because of that as well it's kind of cool and also i think it'd be cool like i know this is getting very specific but um she's like getting ready to pick out her outfit or whatever it is And as she's pulling something out of the closet or whatever, a box of like old photos falls and it's like one of the pictures of her friend. And she's like, asks like her friend, like, who's this? I don't know. Yeah, her researching. Then then you need to do it where that'd be rad if it's not even her friend. It's like her sister or something that's missing. And it's like. And you don't tell anybody until the end that it's actually her sister. Yeah, that's cool. She's like, like, like researching basically who this missing person is. Like she knows who she is or she's got like a nagging suspicion but doesn't necessarily know that that'd be creepy yeah kind of almost like uh what's that uh movie that they did with um where they did it all in reverse in a way i don't want to do the whole movie yeah memento but in a way where you kind of find out what the hell Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that'd be cool like again through this and it it makes sense of like she'd be i mean again you have the engine for it of like her actually like looking into the event or whatever it is you know I like that. So who do we want to call this EBM guy like who makes this music that that causes people to either kill or forget, uh, kill and forget, um <laughs> kill and or forget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean maybe we find out that they actually murder everybody there and then they use the body parts for some sort of like electronic body art. <laughs> in uh, the, that's kind of cool. You know what I mean? Like he has this like 
collage of people and it's all like pulleyed and uh going to the beat of the music of his music or he has like a freak show or something he takes around with him like, oh yeah and it's all these people that he's trapped in there with from before oh i like that and uh, he's the agrotech we'll call him ag <laughs> <laughs> i don't know uh so joe we got jessica's the girl that disappeared her her sister we don't find that out until the end of course we got ag mm-hmm. who is the guy who runs everything he might have a alias or something like that or maybe he doesn't even have a name and people just kind of like wonder who the hell he is but they hear uh, a tale of him or know of his music or something unless i like this uh the name the the top agrotech artist suicide commando right like I played with Zombie Christ. I played with uh I played with uh Suicide Commander. Ag- Agno Agno Noise. Agnoise. Uh, Agnoise. Agnoise. Yeah. 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 Man, I'm this is awesome. I'm learning something new today. Hey, you should check I've out my music. I'll stuff. plug that shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Plug it. Plug it. <laughs> Uh, did the group, did your band tour? Yeah, we went on a 34 day tour with, uh, Aesthetic Perfection and a band called XRX from Germany, uh, all over North America. It was pretty intense. So you kind of did the tour thing like we're talking about. Yes. That's what, yeah. So, but was this will a, be, was it a show or was it a whole festival kind of thing? Oh, we did festivals. I think we did like two or three festivals along the tour and then like, you know, individual shows as we went. So, but yeah, maybe that's, maybe that's how it is. It's the dark tour. There we go. <laughs> the, I like that. Yeah. So if everybody forgets that this exists, but everybody gets excited somehow, maybe they hear like a snip of it on, on like the radio or they hear it uh, in a podcast or they hear it however we consume media on Facebook. But for yeah, whatever reason, it's like the Pied Piper sort of thing, like it keeps calling you every year yes, sort of thing. Exactly what I was thinking. So like when it when it's time, the day of everybody wants to go and people who don't even belong to the scene end up showing up and, you know, not everybody. Like, I feel like it has to be because if you did everybody, then it would just be the whole town's dead. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, people like receptive to that thing. But I mean, they can come from out of town too. like people again, the gathering style, like make the pilgrimage to this thing would be kind of right. cool. Maybe they- I mean, what is, is he like a monster? Is there like a monster that you can like anchor the bad guy with? Or is it like, what's he, I feel like what's his motivation for doing this would help kind of. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, well, I mean, if you think about it, maybe he's like, his music isn't appreciated as much and somehow he's, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. This is like maybe way, way back. Uh, maybe we could spin it supernatural wise. Um, yep. and he sort of, uh, sells his soul sort of thing, or at least worships some sort of demon or something. Um, he's got to feed the beast with these, with these, uh, like soul slaves or whatever. Right. It and it's a very hungry beast at that. I call upon the dark underlords, son of Parsitharath. Give me your power! Help! Help! I give you the sacrifice! Help! To know that I am a worthy vessel! Watch! He who summons me must feed me! Yes, I will feed! The Beast of Unholy Terror! 
So and 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 I, maybe because he doesn't actually feed it well enough, or um, becomes kind of like thinks he's bigger than the demon. The demon takes over some of the body parts. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like getting wild here, but like here we it, go. He takes over the body parts, and then that's when it kills even him. You know, it's like a yeah. That's bitter. your like uh, down down moment into Act Three. Yeah, maybe it like the, some of the body parts like gather together at the very end, and then slaps him. Like not, I mean, like we're talking like hundreds of bodies. It just like crushes him and then takes over him in some way. <laughs> I mean, this is cheesy. That'd be cool if she like reverses the like. Again, like like music to music, if she kind of figures out how to reverse engineer, like controlling the oh. body parts or the, the demon or like there's some way she figures out kind of how to undo the spell of the music. She's got to figure out which song was the one that like it was the incantation to bring the uh, the supernatural beast to life, the demon. And then <laughs> yeah, because it feels like you've got your if you've got this. If this is your milieu of the music show sort of thing, it's like you got to kind of mix that music into the finale as well. Or like, what's the thing that kind of turns on it? That's a good point. Like, it seems too simple to just say, oh, play it backwards, you know, like, (laughs) pick the side. That's just too, that's too typical, you know. She got to win the crowd over. It's like she's got to make her own, like, even better song or something. Yeah, she DJs herself to salvation. Yep. <laughs> All right, this next beat is going out to just kidding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this next one goes out to my homeboy Jesus. To the hell spawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be some way. It's, I, I mean, like, you know, I mean, obviously we're getting a little wild in this. So, I mean, I guess if we're going to go that wild, I mean, how how would you defeat it? How do you think would be the best sweet I ending? I think it'd be cool if, if she almost is able to either sacrifice. Like, I always like kind of bittersweet or like sort of like twist like true horror endings where it's kind of fucked up, you know, like, like what was the, uh, I thought it was so good. Uh, the invitation. Oh yes. Uh, the ending to that where they get a win that spoiler alert, they get a win, you know, like they win the individual small thing, but then they see like, Oh shit, we're one of however many houses. It's only just begun. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like that's kind of a cool, like to me, satisfying ending, but there's much more, you know, won the battle, not the war kind of thing. So you could do where, <clears throat> You know, she takes this guy down, but he's one of however many, you know, e- EBM, EBM artists there are. that are going down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You hear that, guys? EBM is the is the cause of all the evil. I, I like that though. I, I love stuff like that. So yeah, the end of invitation was just amazing. It was like, oh wow, it goes further. Like oh yeah, I like that. So she, so maybe she's kind of like maybe they surround her after she kills the beast, the demon, or whatever. The amalgamation of Ag, the the EBM artist, and her, and because of that, she now becomes sort of the Mad Max, like <laughs> not. Mad Max, but you know what I mean? Like the olden days where they would like, if you defeat our master, then you are the master. Um, 
Yep. Well, I like that even too of like he like there's kind of a reveal of like he was helping again like feed satiate the demon or whatever. So somebody's got to do that. So like she's maybe stopped the guy from doing it and and in that learned like oh shit this is like a thing that's got to keep going on or else you know they'll start taking over the world kind of thing. We got to feed young souls. She thinks she can bring back her sister or you know or change it some way to work for her and yeah. for the for the better good or for the the betterment of whatever yeah that's kind of yeah i like that yeah i think that's pretty good well i now i now we got to kind of talk about like what happens in these tents because like like in the very beginning opening like how what would happen like what would we see or the viewers see yeah, I mean, again, like I think in the opening, you have to, yeah, you're right. You have to show kind of what, like, what's the Texas Chainsaw thing? Does he have a room full of meat or is it like, is it, you know, I mean, even in Blade, what, <laughs> where they're dancing. They, That's like, so funny that you say that. <laughs> That's exactly what I was uh, thinking. We're like, they're all omnipresent yeah. of whoever that guy was that was in the thing. Yeah. And they're all kind of looking at him. Yeah. yeah kind of cool. I think like, you be- got to see it kind of go down of like what he does. Like, is it body parts or souls or what's the deal? Right. I think that the the one dickhead hammy guy that comes in is like kind of talking shit to people or like hitting on girls like a real sleazy bag like kind of guy. And uh, he doesn't realize that he's just walked into the fucking, you know, wolf's den. Mm-hmm. Somehow he's got to have a really, really good death somehow. And then everybody starts running and they get yanked in. You maybe see somebody get dragged in through the door or something like that. And then it's like screams and then title. <laughs> yep. Is it like a supernatural sort of thing, you think? Or is he, yeah, is, or is he a slasher? Or like, what's the. I mean, in the, the beginning, we, they, we wouldn't know. But I mean, I guess if we're going to go the demon route, I mean, I guess it is kind of. Or unless you want. Supernatural. Wanna... But maybe you think initially that it's it is like earthborn sort of scary slasher dude but then you find out there's something occult behind it that would be better because then it would kind of un- unravel a little bit more and go further yeah, yeah. So maybe just a slice of That'd be the cool throat. So if you link it to like yeah like how she's investigating it too it's like there you link it to some kind of demonic like myth or whatever would be kind of cool and like this is just the newest like version of it like this has been going on for forever like different forms of music or different forms of like revelry that draws people in you know and, it, and the demon kind of uses that yeah it used to be country but now it's 2020 <laughs> <laughs> it to be country and or western <laughs> <laughs> i like i really one of my favorite things that we've talked about so far is like i i i feel like there should be breadcrumb people like you know that just stop whatever they're doing in the middle of something and then just like focus in on her as she's like yeah. getting closer to this because i just it's just unsettling you know when someone's like talking to like just normal life everything and then all of a sudden turns to them follow the path you know like whatever it is yeah like i think of like a yeah, like cool. a like a like a homeless guy who uh is just on the corner like doing a sign or something like that and she throws change and then he grabs her hand and says something and then goes mm-hmm. back to doing whatever it is that he was doing before normally. And she's like, wait, what did you say to me? He's like, you got any change? Yeah, that, like that's how you find the place or. Yeah. Right. Excuse me, ma'am. Do you have some change? Oh, sorry. What'd you say? Can you spare your soul? <laughs> oh my God. Jesus. Good luck, Joe. Change. Yeah. Here. If you got anything, 
No, no problem. Here you go. Well, sorry. I'm sorry about that. This goddamn town's losing its fucking mind. Yeah, like something, just little clues here and there. And because, like, I want this omnipresent feel, like this vibe, you know? It'd be dope where it's like, how, like, why is she, like, is she specifically being drawn to this too? Like, is, is there something that, she, some reason that they need her there or whatever, you know? Like, why, why her, why now kind of thing? Yeah, I get that note all the time. Maybe they knew putting from on my the suit, dead, like the entities that be or whatever the powers that be, like, picked her for a reason to basically dethrone yeah. the ag guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's like like kind of they're using him up. He's running out of steam. Right. Yeah, that I, I like that. That's actually pretty cool. Do you think some people should die? Like maybe they should always yeah. Well, I mean, like, maybe the people that are, like, you know, in on the whatever, they, like, sometimes kill people or try to kill her uh, and then go back to doing mm-hmm. whatever they're doing and don't even realize why they have a knife or blood on their hands. <laughs> I like that. I mean, it sounds cool, but it's just funny to me thinking about situations yeah. like that. <laughs> so we got some some little elements that we can fill in there. Like, do you have any other? Like, we have the, the 7-Eleven guy. We have the, the, the homeless guy. Um, do you, I think, I think maybe doing the murder thing on the way might be too much. Um, mm-hmm. and just keep more of an omnipresent thing. And then some people, yeah, like again, like her, like you're meeting people as like a mystery unraveling as you're going through this whole like festival is kind of cool. Cause you, you can kind of play out like bits of the festival itself. Like you're saying in different tents or, um, she's backstage at some point, like she knows people or, you know, it's like, you can kind of go through the whole, like that's your haunted house is that festival. And uh, that'd be kind of cool. I've never seen something like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, have you seen that? I don't know what it was. Hellfest kind of reminds me uh-huh. of that a little bit. Um, where they like all these people they going do, like, or is it, is the whole thing take place there? It's it's well, they're at a, I don't remember exact, but they go to a festival and then everybody starts getting killed sort of. Mm-hmm. So you're saying there's this tent that is off the beaten path a little bit and people are going to it in this festival and don't even realize it exists except for a few. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of like once you get there, it's like, you know, you kind of need to like meet people, kind of explain what the thing is, like burn a little time through that before you get into like the final boss sort of stage. You know, does a really good job of that is um, the I just watched it or rewatched it recently. uh, Hellraiser. Um, It's so good how it's like, uh, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) Uh, part one. (laughs) Oh, okay, okay. Part how it just it's stuck in this one room almost, you know. But like, um, they keep coming back and forth between like the different, you know, like the guy obviously getting fed blood or whatever and like they just do such a such a lot with a little it's so cool yeah no that is a that's a great film i I wish i mean i still like two and i saw three but yeah (laughs) um which is the space one (laughs) oh god yeah that's the fourth one right yeah hellraiser in space that'll be the sequel to this like is them in space raving in space like i feel like we have to have like some sort of like hysteria in the background that's kind of sweeping uh, the nation i don't want to say pandemic but i mean like some sort of like mass hysteria that you might see on like tv stations or like you know in the background sort of and like and it starts to kind of get into the streets a little bit maybe but but the real thing is that the closer she gets to this guy this ebm guy mm-hmm. it, it, it 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 gets worse and worse and worse and more people start uh seeming like uh possessed or i don't want to say possessed but you know 
where they're like being taken over a little bit. I think it would be, yeah, that's cool. I, and I want to see like we got to have a couple of deaths along the way, so just to sprinkle in somehow. But do you have any ideas or suggestions that we could do that? Or I mean, it's like it almost sounds like it's like she's walking into like an abattoir kind of thing where it's like, and again, it's like, okay, are there people like? Does he want like? Are they controlling them or does he need like like you were saying? Yeah, the bodies to kind of reanimate like a zombie army kind of thing or like what's what's he getting out of drawing those people there Mm. what's going down throughout the whole thing like if it is he needs pieces i mean even again texas chainsaw because i watched that not too long ago too it's like it's pretty simple obviously it's just like them in that house and then that's kind of like they keep just coming back and forth to the house itself and then they have the dinner i think Um, i think it might have started out as like rather benign like kind of like selfish you know what you could do you could kind of like like in like in texas chainsaw they like they're luring people to this thing so we could kind of we meet everyone like the group of friends or whatever and our protagonist they almost kind of split up because they're going to meet there that night so we can kind of be with them a little bit and that's how you get like some of the first kills or whatever is like when the friends show up and we start kind of seeing how the festival itself works itself out. And then you start getting deaths that way. She shows up like weird shit's going down. She's trying to kind of figure out. She probably even like sees her sister there or whoever she's like going there to look for Ooh. and gets through the thing like a maze kind of with that, you know. Ooh, do you think that she should um, see her to kind of like bait her to keep coming a little bit or? Yeah, yeah. Like she's drawing her in or it's it's not even her anymore. It's right. Her sister. It's like just some, this, yeah. the powers that be, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. I like that. That yeah, uh, is kind of like Alice in Wonderland sort of vibe. Like she's just getting led into this thing. Ooh, that would be cool if you had like sort of a sub layer of that. Like, like, like very low key, you know, underneath mm-hmm. it to try to like, she drinks, she eats like something, you know, she meets like the wise guy smoking a pipe or something. That's the homeless guy smoking like the the some sort of like pipe outside or something like that you know like you could just low-key put those mm-hmm. in there that'd be kind of cool yeah a little matrix vibe too right yeah you go keep this thing going matrix for some reason <laughs> i guess that's kind of industrial right <laughs> i mean technically industrial yeah. sci-fi yeah <laughs> like uh, like some of the uh the scenes uh music movies are like um hardware you ever seen that yeah yeah, it's like Richard Stanley's hardware a little bit. I said, Big Stanley, he's the man. Yeah, did you see the new movie, by the way? I did. My uh, my buddy uh, uh, who cut on Little Life, he cut that as well. Really? Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. Yep. Yeah, Brett, Brett W. Bachman. Now he's like, he cut Mandy as well. He's like, uh, he's cut like three or four of uh, Nick Cage's movies recently. <laughs> it's kind of hard to avoid now. He's got this like new yeah, uh, new thing. I'm all for it. I don't he's care. Back. He's back. <laughs> he's <baby>. back. <laughs> I'd rather see him in this stuff than like fucking national treasure. Like, come on, man. 100%. <laughs> All right. Um, in the tent, let's be real descriptive in the very beginning. Maybe someone just stabs him in the head with like a knife. The, yep. the, the talky guy, the guy who's like being an asshole and, and like, uh, he just gets stabbed right in the head and then you hear screams and stuff. And then the, t- you know, outside picture of the tent or, and or building mm-hmm. whatever, you know, screams and, and, uh, electronic body massacre. Yes, exactly. Like, you know, a big <laughs> sweeping transition to the sound of a slam and it's like electronic body massacre. And then the music kicks what? in. And-
cool then too is like the audience knows someone's died there, right? And then she's kind of like our protagonist is piecing together like that her sister or friend or whoever is even missing. Mm-hmm. And we like we know like, oh shit, she probably got killed at the thing. Um and but why didn't she remember? Like that's a cool mystery to kind of unravel. Wouldn't it be interesting if 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 the girl Joe who says that she can't find her friend Jessica somehow told mm-hmm. herself that she never went, but she was actually there the whole time. So she's just really yeah. coming back to the place where she set herself off. You know, like they said, oh, that'd be own. cool too if like she got like. You know how like sometimes you'll get on social media, they'll send you like pictures from a year ago or whatever, and it's like her at the at this event, and she's like, I don't even remember being there. Like, what? And who who is this person I'm there with, and everything too? It'd be kind of a cool way to start getting you back into it. Yeah, that's really cool. I like that. And plus, it, it takes in some of the more modern, you know, things like uh, social media, because like I'm a nut about that kind of stuff, because like the long term effects of social media on our our psyches and shit. So yeah, I'm sure all, that sounds awesome. Uh, so the when we fast forward, how many days are in between her actually going there? And like it's like it's her. I mean, I like kind of your idea of like she's got to find the place, right? So it's <laughs> like over a few days. People, so yeah, she's like going going around trying to find how to get to it. Like it's this coming weekend or whatever, basically. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So it's like, you know, Wednesday she's in this state and she's like trying to figure it out and she gets a clue and she goes to this other city and it's like slowly dwindles down to this one location of this old abandoned, um, uh, mansion maybe that is like right next to the festival. And, uh, Mm -hmm. and that's where like she gets led to go to this other party that they don't really announce. And it's this like really clandestine operation there, but it's part of the festival. You as a viewer, you think anyway, but yeah, so maybe he, she gets there and uh, are now people like, do you think they just, she finds out right away what's going on or does it have to seep into her and then people start dying and then she tries to stop it. And then it's like this cat and mouse game or. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like why, why is she like what they must need something out of her if they don't just immediately kill her. So it's like, she's got to have something to do with whatever their plan is. Yeah. That's, that's a really good point. So she wouldn't have she, like, would it be too twisty to say she killed her own sister? Maybe that's then. Yeah. What she find you find out. That's kind of cool. It's like she was controlled. Right. But like, also there was like some sort of hidden, like anger towards her sister that got out of control because of her being mm-hmm. controlled, you know, and somehow it made her forget so that she could find it's her like way. The, the signal or the crazies or whatever kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Like she gets sent. Yeah. It like makes you your base needs. You almost fucked my wife. <laughs> Do you remember that in the signal? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I love that movie. Um, yeah, I like that a lot, actually. I kind of like that somehow. And so maybe she gives into it because she's like, maybe this is who I really am. And then maybe she fights back against the power. Like we already talked about Ag kind of getting embraced by this. He's not doing he's not cutting the fucking demons work for him. And he's getting too big of a head uh, for the demon demonic entity or whatever that is that he's worshiping, supposedly worshiping. But now Ag thinks he's bigger than him. They have some sort of conversation with her. He does. And then he gets overtaken by it. The demonic entity by the the body parts that he's collecting in the back, which it, it seems like a really hard task to carry all these bodies to every new location, you know? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, he's got a whole like army of, right. of other <laughs> mind controlled EDM slaves. Right, yeah. Like <laughs> his uh yeah, his minions, his EBM minions, his E B <laughs> minions. Um There we go. There we go. It's all like that he's like I'm sitting around trying to figure out how to theme all this stuff. <laughs> so do you think like maybe like there's a big pile or artistic some sort of artistic display um behind the stage or something like that? And it's like teeming and well, it's gotta be that symbol or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, like oh I see what you mean. And maybe there's gotta be some sort of symbol. Like in the, the symbol wall. keeps kinda like yeah, yeah, like like his symbol or whatever, like it keeps like leading people to it, or that's how she kinda gets a clue, like, oh, I've been here before, I've seen that symbol before. Like something visual too, you know. Okay, gotcha. This sounds like a, as a like a ten million dollar movie right now, where we're getting. To, no, I'm kidding. It wouldn't be that much. <laughs> nah, you can make it work. I'm probably like what a million? You think two billion? If you're really good, yeah, easy, easy. So like, so you're saying that the, so the, the a the, lot of smoke and lights, no, no people, <laughs> right? No crowds. <laughs> yeah, that's the tough part. Um. So you're saying the symbol on the wall, like like a pentagram or something, or some sort of yeah, like, whatever his. It's just EBM. <laughs> There's got to be a symbol <laughs> I mean, or something. That, that is cool. Like, uh, uh, again, he's just luring because we're saying like they're luring souls there to feed the the demon. It's kind of cool of like yeah, it being some kind of weird ritualistic again sort of grounded in reality thing that you kind of turn into his symbol would be cool would be interesting if like he had like all these synthesizers and everything everywhere like mixed in with like body parts like not not necessarily the keys or fingers or anything weird like that but just like like pressed up against some of the body parts and like when he's creating this stuff and and recording or whatever it kind of gives itself a new life it's like his way of worshiping the demon or whatever or is that too much that's cool no i like that that's cool (laughs) never too much (laughs) it's just a matter of budget really if we were able to make it but we can do anything we want here yeah so so they have a showdown joe and this guy he gets taken by this fleshy mass that uh, basically folds him into that now does she kill him that he falls into this and then like as it's about to attack her it almost kind of embraces her and doesn't do anything and mm-hmm. this is or she's like left she's she's like you said last man standing sort of vibe right like i feel like she's got to fight off some people i mean it seems weird like this girl that we have no idea about her skills of killing <laughs> but somehow she like kills a few people and then gets to him the main guy some of his lackeys i guess get killed off and then he she stabs him in the head and he falls back into that thing and that's when it embraces her how would we how would we paint that i mean does it does it talk to her or like she hears it that'd be cool if it like again like this siren song like through the music like that's how it communicates with people's minds or whatever so then you could kind of have her hearing in her head i feel like uh like remember we were talking about like the 7-eleven the homeless guy and all that like there's a deeper voice that comes out of there uh-huh. when they when they are taken over and their head tilts forward a little bit um so maybe that's the same voice that she hears yep yeah it's been like drawing her there because then, then you can start getting into like oh shit this is a trap i've been falling into right oh man what if he did it when it was like all that's been planted. Like there wasn't even, there is no sister or whatever. Like that's just been there to lead her into that place. Oh my God. Like it's like how, how you get like kind of uh 
yeah, they like it piques your interest sort of like, and then that even plays into the audience would be expecting like, yeah, awesome. This is like a reason why they're going in through this thing. So like they're buying it the whole time too. That's cool. So like, okay. So like when she's getting embraced, she almost gives up and then she's like, she like fights her way out of it or something or cognitive, yeah. you know, yeah. and then she's like, where's my fucking sister? And like, and they're like, and then it's like, you haven't figured it out yet, have you? Or, you know, some sort of, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty like we cool. We needed you to kind of continue. This. That'd be dope. Yeah. So she thinks like it manipulated her to think that she had a sister, that she even killed it, her sister, uh, that she, she mm-hmm. she's going through all these like self realizations, but even those are fabricated so that she's really just there to become whatever it is that they want to make of her. And it just yep. sort of, I think it'd be cool. Like, how would we do it? Like, maybe it just lifts her up and there's just like this light and it's like this like growing sound of like the EBM and stuff. And then it's like, it's like, I don't know how to explain it. Um, muted sort of like it's on mm-hmm. the other side of the wall and then it grows and grows yeah. and grows. You see her lift up with her arms and legs spread open and then she just opens her eyes and that's boom. That's the credits and it's just EBM. <laughs> you gotta have EBM yep. in it. <laughs> you got to twice. <laughs> Tell me now where is she? thought you would have figured it out by now. Tell me now! <laughs> there never was a sister. Just your desire to see me. I like that. I mean, we would definitely, obviously, if we had more time, flesh out more kills and like how things went. But I mean, what do you think? I'm feeling it. Yeah. So when are we going to make this, Ryan? I like the, I like the, uh, I like the, uh, the setting and her, that twist would be cool. The twist is really that, that really makes it pay off. I think, I mean, I, I, sometimes it's nice. I think just to leave things kind of, you know, open a little bit. Some people get mad about that. Yeah, I like that. Cause it's like, where does she yeah, go no, next? No, you have to, yep. We gotta and have, then, yeah, uh, begs the question. You gotta what? have sequels. Right. <laughs> EBM two. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> electronic body massacre worldwide tour. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so, so what would the tagline be for this? Like the, the sort of, um, you know, the catchy thing that you put on the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Taglines are not easy. Yeah, I know because they all seem cheesy. (laughs) Yeah, you wanted to kind of like feed into the EBM genre as well. Well, there's a song by Combi Christ, one of the bands that you mentioned earlier, and they have a song called "Get Your Body Beat." (laughs) Uh, Yeah, "Get Your Body Beat" would be um, kind of elusive, so you wouldn't really know. Doesn't really spoil anything. Yeah, but it kind of works with the body and the 
in the uh, title too. Yeah, I think that's good, man. I mean, uh, if, if you got another right. one, no, that's good. I like that. Yeah, if you wanted to kind of feed into the world, and you're kind of suggesting like, oh, this is authentic, and this feeds into like what this really the scene is, but then you kind of you know notch it up a bit. Yeah, I think so. Like, do you have any ideas of who you would cast? Like, just out of curiosity, if you were to if you were to make this kind of thing, like which characters would play who? It could be anybody because we can afford anybody in our imaginations. Sure, sure. You know who I really like? She's in Stranger Things. She's like Uma Thurman's daughter. She's rad. Oh, which one's she? Oh, the the ice cream girl. The the mm-hmm. yes, yeah. she's really cool. That's a really yeah. I would totally be all cool. about that. Yeah, she was one of my favorite new. Yeah, you characters. want someone kind of yeah yeah. You want someone. I mean, I feel like she's got like a cool. I mean, she's obviously gonna like blow up, but like she's got like a cool strength to her as well, and seems like you know smart, capable, likable. Yeah. Yep. That's a good one. Um, what about the ag guy? A cage as ag as yeah. ag. <laughs> I mean, I'm a, you have no complaints for me on that one. I know some people get yeah, weirdly uh, like hatred towards him these days, but uh, I'm all about it. So yeah, man, just yeah, wild at heart. Nick Cage in there, just unleashing right. the beast. <laughs> I'm down. For it. Honey, did I ever tell you what the symbol of this here snakeskin jacket was? <laughs> Symboliz- it symbolizes the my belief in the personal freedom <laughs> individual freedoms <laughs> yeah dude i love that I love fucking it. movie love it. <laughs> all right man well hey man congrats on that thank you so much for helping me work on that it was fun man it's been yeah, a while really i'm a little i'm a little it's, rusty uh, too so it's like yeah you gotta work out it's fun to even just i mean i full disclosure gave you you asked for three names to throw in the hat and i gave you like a million um <laughs> But it was, it was a fun exercise. Like I'm actually probably going to start. I was, I was talking to my uh, writing partner earlier today before, uh, before I jumped on here and I was throwing some of those names and he threw some more out, but it's like a really good, like sort of brain teaser exercise to get your mind rolling. So it really um, is just even, yeah, coming up with goofy names that you can kind of then figure out. Oh, that'd be a cool. You know, whatever. So that that's a dope exercise for anyone, any yeah. writers out there that want to. Well, that's the that's the idea is that I want to get more writers, directors, and people who are creative uh, on the show to, to start doing these uh, because, like, it's it's not everybody can ride the creative wave in your mind, <laughs> and it, and it can be very intimidating for a lot of people. But once you just like just go with it, it just kind of starts to flow, you know. So yeah. And it's, I mean, this is a little bit of how we did low life. Like, you know, there were five writers total in that and we all just got in a room and we wrote separate parts, but we also did these brainstorming sessions. And this is so cool. Cause I feel like you can kind of catch each other on, you know, bullshit stuff or it's a way to like really just bounce stuff off of people and kind of like pressure test it before it even goes out. So this is a super helpful and sometimes know, exercise. It's, it's like killing your darlings, you know, cause it's like, yeah, 100%. You're like, you, oh, that doesn't work. If I can't, if I can't sell it to, you know, everybody else. Yeah. Especially yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, Well, yourself, yourself, if you're just tired of writing, you're like, yeah, that sounds like a really great idea, whatever. And then, you know, two weeks later, you're rereading it and you're like what what the hell was i thinking so it does help to kind of bounce it off somebody <laughs> well it's funny we've been approached about a couple of um the ones that we made up like we've uh like we had one that was about a, a bunch of crazy santas like people anybody that was dressed like santa or had santa on them it they mm-hmm. played the record of uh bing crosby's white christmas backwards and it caused everybody to go out and kill everyone <laughs> 
and it was like this that, com- that was only wearing the santa stuff like yeah that's cool well, like the, yeah. those santa crawls or whatever like bar crawls yeah it was it was called ho-ho homicide <laughs> <laughs> yeah man christmas movies are where it's at you get to play them every year yeah there's not many so it's like and at least not good ones anyway but yeah but yeah man I, I really appreciate you coming on guys i hope you enjoyed that story obviously i will have worked on some of the sound effects that we're going to do in this um i'm voice acting and things like that plus i'm going to have a fake trailer up for you guys probably before that this episode even airs so i hope you check that out too because it really does mean a lot but thank you cool. man yeah and then you get to uh are you going to use a bunch of your group's music as well you get to showcase you know, was, that you know i was thinking of that or just creating my own you know <laughs> Because I could yep, probably yep. do that really easy. So that's that's cool. not it definitely has to have EBM in it. Like I gotta figure out something. I have a few tracks, quite a few tracks. So there we uh, go. We got like three and albums worth. Cut the hell of a trailer out of that. Right. <laughs> Is it too much to use your own music though when you're doing that? Like no, I don't know. You know? Do it, okay. man. <laughs> I want to hear right. it. <laughs> I don't want to be jerking myself off in a mirror. Nah. <laughs> Well, might as well. <laughs> if not you, then who? Who's going to do it? <laughs> and, and by the way, guys, the link for the song is going to be located down below. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So I hope you enjoyed that. Everybody uh, died. Everybody died. Everybody yeah. died. I love movies with endings like that. <laughs> right. So, I do too. Cabin I, in the Woods. Right. The Mist. Oh, yeah. The Mist. Oh, That's got one of the most epic fucking endings. Epic, yeah. 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 I fucking love that, dude. But like, obviously, guys, you know, if we had more time, you know, you can't just write a movie in a fucking hour. <laughs> it was really good, though. I love the concept. I love the electric. Electric body massacre, body massacre. <laughs> electronic yeah. oh electronic body massacre i love that dude i love the fucking music in the trailer by the way yeah, guys if you haven't listened to the trailer and you like the music or if you listen if you haven't seen the trailer i use a song by this guy named matteo tura who is from italy and he's in like one of the worst areas for this kind of stuff and uh he was uh you know he's super fucking cool i wrote him and i was like yo man i just want to let you know really love your track and uh i put it in this fake trailer i don't make any money off of it just so you know so if you like his song yeah if you like you it, need to buy it please go out and support him because you know that meant the world to him you know what i mean and he's a very talented artist and it just makes me wonder how many amazing talented people there are that just get look overlooked every day oh yeah totally you know totally. because they didn't get some sort of weird algorithm Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. But yeah. So thanks again to Ryan Prouse for coming on the show. Really appreciate it, man. That was a lot of fucking fun. I hope he comes back soon. You guys yeah. should do another great plot sometimes because well, I can't do great, great plot. Yeah, she won't do it. She won't <laughs> no, do it. No, I'm not that creative. But I think it's a good idea to get some like directors, writers, and people who are creatives that, you know, do this kind of thing because it, it really tickles that kind of part of the brain for people right. who, who are into that kind of thing. Right. Plus, even if you're not into it, it, it works this weird muscle in your brain right. to get you to think laterally and like on the spot. It's mm-hmm. almost like sales in a way because like I did sales and it helped me to think better. I don't know how to explain it. No, it makes sense. You know, you have to do lateral thinking when you're on the spot like that. So you like learn to multitask, even though I'm ADD. So you are. Yeah, very, very. very. Oh Christina will walk back and forth in front of me four times and I won't even know where she is. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, you laugh about it, but when I was in fucking oh, elementary here we go. school, here we go. In elementary school, I felt like a fucking idiot, dude. You know, like like because well, you are an idiot. Well, no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Wow. <laughs> But when you're a kid and they didn't really know what ADD was back then, they like treated you like yeah, no, you know, really bad. You gotta be put in a cage. That's what now you do. everybody has it. You right. know what I mean? Like, right. it's like what degree of ADD are you? You know what I mean? <laughs> How much Ritalin or fucking what is it? Adderall is the big one now. Yeah, it's Adderall. It used to be Ritalin for me. Mm-hmm. It's fucking doing drugs as a kid, man. I felt like spaced out. Like I had no idea. My personality was dead. Right. Because I was just so fucked up on fucking Ritalin, dude. <laughs> anyway, so thank you guys so much for coming by this week. Hey, what? What are we going to watch next week? I was just about to say that, oh. Christina, before you interrupted me. Oh, good. Glad <laughs> thing I did. So next week, we are going to be watching some new movies. What are we going to watch? Well, first off, I know some of you guys are a little like, you know, a lot of you like old movies, but some of you don't. So we like to mix it up here. And we decided to pick two movies that are brand new um one of them is from fangoria presents uh which is porno (laughs) it's 2019's porno oh god which you can rent for like 12 dollars, i believe why is it so expensive is it because it's a porno 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 no it is not a porno porno. anyway (laughs) as i was saying fangoria is bringing the movie out early a little bit so they basically i think they saw it at a festival or it was part of a festival that didn't get shown and then they found it and then they they picked it up i don't know how much they were involved in it but i guess i'll find out next week you'll find out but it's twelve dollars you gotta go to the fangoria website and buy it through there if it's not available vod i'll put a link down below for you guys if you want to check it out uh if something changes just check your regular digital streams to see where it is but then we're also going to be watching another movie called witches in the woods witches in the woods (laughs) yeah (laughs) Actually looks it looks good. Uh, which looks kind of cool. Yeah, we, we just kind of picked that one on a whim. Um, well, the trailer. We right. picked it because of the trailer. Plus, I also have a lot of uh, new reviews I'm going to be putting up on YouTube. So if you guys want to check out some newer movies that are coming out, I'll be doing that too. But yeah, those are our two movies. Porno from 2019 and also Witches in the Woods from 2020. So I, I want to call it Witcher in the Woods. I know. It looked like it kind of. Because I was, I was looking at Watcher. What's it called? Watcher, Watcher in the in Woods. The woods yeah. And I kept calling it Witcher in the Woods. And then now we have Witches in the Woods. Oh, my God. I'm so confused. Well, toss a coin to your Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> that song. Toss a coin no, no, to no, your Witcher. Stop. Okay, we're good. All right. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for stopping by. I hope you have an amazing week and we all stay safe out there. So we'll see you next week. And as always, long live the void.